Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to The Big Payoff with me, Rachel Bello, and my best friend and business partner, me, Suzanne Musha. This is a show for working humans to remind you that you are still a human, even at work. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rachie. Um, okay, I have a question for you because remember this commitment you made to me. What time did you wake up this morning? To my bird song alarm that yes. you traumatized me with? Yes. Um, okay, well. I'm supposed to be waking up at 5 30 because that's my commitment, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I remember. But this morning, like every morning for the last month, I've been waking up at six. And what I do is I lie to myself. So I say, Oh, this morning, tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up at 5 30. And then my thing comes on and it says, get ready for bed. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up at 5.30. And then I'm like, fuck that. And I manually change it. Every because night? I, change yeah, it? Every night. Yeah. Because the oh thing, because Rachel, shit happens. So like maybe I have to stay up too late to finish. Okay. You know, I'm stopping you. I'm just going to stop you right here because you clearly need help and you're making excuses. And that's that that is what we're talking about today. So have you asked for help? I don't need help. I need to just go to bed and let the alarm not get changed. I mean, it's not really help. It's like actually just waking up at the time. I mean, I want to wake up at 5:30. There's a lot of shit you've put on my plate for my morning routine that would be <laughs> make me honestly would make me happier to wake up at 5:30. So I don't need help, Rach. I just need to like No, no, but this is the problem, right? This is exactly why we're talking about this, right? You, that's how excuses grow. That's how they flourish. You tell yourself a story about how you can do it. You, I just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. This has been going on for a month. So now we need a different strategy, right? You're saying you don't need help and yet nothing's changing. And yet you want to do this commitment. So obviously we need a new strategy. Well, first of all, it's been going on for two months. Okay. Okay. And second of all, are we talking about excuses? Or are we talking about like the fantasy of really I can do this myself? Oh, that's exactly, but that's, it's both. That's exactly the point. They're tied together. What happens when you're best, when you're trying your best and it's not good enough, right? It's either because you don't believe that it will work 
or it hasn't been good enough. And now others are asking you why, like in this case, me, why hasn't it been done? And what do you, so what do you do in that spot? Right? Back and I think in our early careers, I probably would have lied. Oh, oh my God. That's all we ever did. We got so good at lying, but yeah, now we're I would just make wise. a lie. Yeah, but we're, we're not early in our careers anymore. Oh, you know what? I actually just flashed on the poster child for this problem other than you, right? Today, you're the poster child, but the real poster child, remember back at ROI Ventures, right? Oh my God, yes. Right? (gasps) So what did he do? Why don't you describe what he did? Okay, well, this, if you all know someone at your workplace who operated this way, you're about to be traumatized because this is really the kind of person who makes excuses that if you're at the receiving end of the lie, it's addictive. So here's how it went down. Rachel and I would need something important, like a report for a client or a piece of, you know, uh, an art deliverable or whatever it was that really was like important to us and would come in and wouldn't have it, just wouldn't have it. It wasn't done. And and whatever the deadline was, the deadline had passed. But he'd say something to us like this. He'd say, you know, I just needed like a couple more pieces of information from you. And then what I'm going to do is tonight, I'm going to go and integrate your comments into a document that's actually going to be really visual and really beautiful and completely ready for the client. Right. And he'd all he'd always up our expectations, yeah. right? Like I, you know what? Yeah. I actually have this information yeah. that's coming tomorrow. That's going to make this whole thing Better. interactive. Yes. Be like, oh, oh, oh great. He'd give us another deadline. But it was like, it was like Charlie Brown and the football. Yes. Kept believing him and then him. he would not come through. And, you know, when I think about, I now think about like, what must that experience have been for him? Like oh, when I make excuses for something I haven't done, I'm yeah. always I'm always left wondering because I'm so mature. Why why am I doing this? What is behind this? I just don't believe myself after a while. Like you shouldn't believe yourself about that stupid 5:30 in the morning thing that you can hey. every night. But that but that's the question. What is behind this? Well, okay. Wow. I I do believe myself. I, I, oh, God. I, well, then that's a different problem. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, then let's just get into that. Okay. Because actually I don't want to make the excuses. And I think you're asking the right question, which is why am I doing that? Right? Like, why am I making excuses? Right. So let's just get into it. So I think that what is the problem right now is that I don't think anyone can see me doing it. That's part of the problem. Is that? Uh, uh, I mean, that's what's so funny. It's like, you know, when you were a little kid and you would hide behind the couch and your ass would be sticking out behind the couch and you go, my ass was very small. Yeah. (laughs) Well, those were the days. Anyway, (laughs) your ass is sticking out from behind the couch and you're going, you can't see me. And all the adults in the room are like, yeah, we can actually. Yeah. So, so there's partly that I think I need, when you say what kind of, what would make a difference? It's like, well, partly now you've just outed me publicly in front of our listeners. So now I'm seen and I've stated the excuse, right? And what's the feeling? What's the feeling when you're seen making an excuse? 
bad. Very, very bad. It's shame. It's it, shame. Well, and you feel like a child. I do. Here's what I really feel. I feel like, come on, Suzanne, like it's 30 fucking minutes. I mean, what is such a big deal that I'm what I'm so afraid of being tired. Like it, I feel embarrassed about it. Right. I always feel when I hear myself making excuses, I feel exactly like a child. Yeah. That's what we, right. Right. Childish, right. We make excuses to ourselves and other people when we feel like we're failing at something and we're ashamed about it. And it would be way too vulnerable to just stand there and take full accountability, even, even just to myself to say, you know what? I, I can't do it this way. I am not succeeding. You know, actually, when I think about making excuses for something that I haven't done and that I said I w- would do, I, I have to ask myself, like, why am I doing this? Right? I'm not 12 years old anymore. So right. really, what is behind this? I mean, I just don't believe myself with these totally. excuses. So then that's really the question, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, let's get into that, Rachel. So let's unpack what is the motivation behind making the excuse in the first place? Because there has to be an alternative so that we can help people get out of their own way, right? right? So that they don't even make excuses. The goal here is to just not to get to the point where you make the excuse right in the first place. No excuses. All right. So let's let's just stop for a second and let's set up an actual situation so we can walk you through this step by step. Okay. And let's just take a typical situation. Okay. You're on a project team at work, or maybe you're like on a committee that's planning a, like a big event. And and you've been asked by somebody, this is critical, who has more power than you um, to have all of the presentation materials done by next week. Right. That was the problem was we had power over him. And so he wanted to please us. Right. Yes. So, so Okay, so that's you've the been first- asked to do it, and yes. when you're faced with a situation like this, you have to ask yourself three questions. Okay, so the first one, the and this is really hard, right? Because the person who has given you the assignment has power. You want to please that person. You want to be validated. But here's your first question: Is this the thing to be done? Right, Suzanne? I truly believe that what made us such good consultants was that. Half the time, the assignments that were given to us were the wrong assignments for the client. And we would say, you know what? That is the wrong assignment. And they'd never been reacted to that way. Usually when you give someone an assignment, they're off and running, right? Well, well, or you can push back and ask, does the assignment need to be done exactly in this time frame I've been asked exactly and, and does it matter enough to get done in this way so let's just use my current example I actually think getting up at 5 30 would change my life I, I really do okay so so if you were were telling me does this matter my answer to that would be yes okay but, so don't do it all at once exactly but if I was at work and somebody was like, okay, that meeting needs to take place on Monday and therefore you're going to need to take Sunday to do X, Y, and Z. I can first ask myself, does it really need to get done Monday? Yep. Actually, I mean, you have more power and agency to ask that first question than you typically think. That is the critical point. No matter how much power the person has, I never feel bad when someone I've given an assignment to 
asks good questions about good questions. Yeah. Good questions about, you know, the timing and the nature of the assignment. That's the first step because now I know you're in it with me and you're being thoughtful and you want to do it well. You know what, just now, actually, and these are the micro things that tend to like really make our hearts like tense. There was a um, video that Kellogg students wanted me to do for some fun thing at Kellogg. It wasn't even a real assignment and it was due today at six o'clock. And I'm racking my brain about when I'm going to film it and who's going to film it and how, you know, like, and it's completely stressing me out. Right. And all of a sudden I asked myself, wait, they told me it needs to be done at six, but does it? Right. So all I did was just send an email to the woman requesting it. And I just said, would you mind if I get this to you on Sunday night instead of tonight? And she was like, no problem. Right. <laughs> like A lot of times there's just sort of, you know, but Again, I just want to stress again, your asking the question makes me respect you more. Yes, right? totally. So then the second question is, and this is another hard one, am I the best one to do this? Right? Yeah. This takes both clarity about your own strengths and also humility, but you will save yourself a world of pain by answering that question honestly. Like maybe there's someone else who would be much better than you to do it. Don't don't try to cop out of stuff. If there's someone literally on your team who's like made for this, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have the power to reassign the assignment, but if you don't consider this and pause you are setting yourself up for failure. Right? I mean, but Rach, isn't this even true in our personal lives? Like, let's say someone has asked you to plan someone's birthday party. Like right. a friend has asked you to plan a birthday party. And you think Suzanne should do that. Well, first of all, that's plans a yeah. shit sure. Right. But the truth is, you would probably, I know this is how it would go down. You would say, oh, I would love to do that because honestly, your first response would be, I would. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd wake up the next morning and go, fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. 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 But if you just backed up for one second and said, okay, am I actually the best person to do this? Instead of just saying, I'm going to dread this right up until the point in time in which her birthday is actually coming. And I'm going to make a million excuses as to why this is either not happening or not happening the way we all thought it would. Can't I just have this happen another way? All of this is related to just slow down at the moment when you're rushing to say yes for various reasons. I want to be validated. I want to be liked. I want to do well. Just slow down. And that gets us to the third question, which is, do I have the resources to do this well? And if you do conclude that, yep, the materials do need to be completed by next week. And yes, this is the assignment for me to do, right? This is mine to do. Then the third question becomes really important, which is, you know, yeah, I'd love to do this. And this is absolutely mine to do. I don't have the resources completely to do this. I need either someone to help me or I need a little bit of funds to do this or what do I need in order to do this well? Again, don't just rush in and then find yourself going, oh shit, I don't have any of the data or I don't have the 50 bucks it will require to get it or I need an assistant on it. 
or a babysitter. I mean, how many times do we say yes to the thing that, because you always use this phrase and I think it's right. It's like, we want to want to be the person saying yes to the thing, but we don't really want to do it or we can't do it. And then in between that is all the excuse making. Yep. Right. 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 And I, I look, I had this situation come up hugely, bigly last year when I had taken on this year long assignment and about, I don't know, maybe halfway through, I was really flailing and I was really feeling, I was making excuses. That's the thing. Whenever I start to make excuses, I feel like shit about myself. And I know that like, oh, this is not good. This ship is going down when I start making excuses. So I called you, which is by the way, the calling me is not the is obviously we talk all the time, but you calling me and go, raising your hands and saying like, I need I'm, help. Yeah, I need help is rare. It's very rare. And I, and especially at that moment, Suzanne, you were at your most busy. I knew exactly what was on your plate, right? And you hadn't been involved in this project at all. So you didn't know anything about it. Key piece of information because often we resist asking for help because they're like, oh, you you tell yourself, oh, they can't help me. They don't really know anything about what I'm doing or they're too busy. Both of those were absolutely true, right? You were so busy. That was my second excuse. I don't even remember what it was you said in it was that fucking phone call. Brilliant. It was probably useless and brilliant. stupid, but. But I had you to talk th- talk it through with you. You were crying. It <laughs> was so helpful it was to you. Huge. It really was huge. And I you actually sent me flowers the next day. I, I did, but I thought about it. But I was too busy. Um, I I actually consider it the turning point of that project because yeah. because yeah. I had asked for help and it felt like oh I'm not in this alone. You know what? That is like right now, when I think about the things I'm making excuses for, I'm doing three things that I'm embarrassed about. One is I think that no one sees me making the excuses, like my butt sticking out. I think no one sees it, number one. Number two, I really am not asking for help. I'm just either charging forward, like, oh, I'll just figure this out. Or number three, I'm just thinking, oh, you know what? Just tomorrow, I'll I'll right. Ask You're not asking like, is there another way to <laughs> maybe tomorrow I'll figure it out. Right when I literally, I'm holding up my phone right now. I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'll figure that out. Meanwhile, I feel like shit it, tomorrow and worse the next day and worse the next day and worse the next day. Right. So when you do fail, you need to scramble to make excuses to avoid those feelings. And what's the alternative here? Right. If making excuses feels bad to you and it's obvious to everyone else that you're doing it and therefore doesn't work, what is the alternative? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Honestly, there is no reason ever to make excuses, right? By the way, it is not a just barrel through, no excuse. Oh my God. Barry's boot camp mentality. That's not what we mean. No. And, and that's a maturity thing, Rach. I mean, when I think about the early stages of my career, like at Teach for America and times when I felt really pressured to make an excuse, that was my mindset. I didn't it never occurred to me to slow down and do the things we just talked about. So, and then when I, I'll tell you a story right now. And as I tell the story, the feeling that I have even telling the story is shame, right? The outcome feeling is shame. But what the moment that comes to mind is, so we were in this moment of scarcity, of a lot of resource scarcity. and we were being asked, we, the leadership team were being asked by the founder and, you know, the board to make some really tough decisions that would cut back programming. And I was ahead of program and I just didn't believe in it. I I just didn't believe in what I was being asked to do. Right. And so I just kept at every single meeting, like making excuses for why I couldn't implement what they were asking me to do. So I'd come up for with all these reasons why their cutbacks just weren't going to work in this region or that region. And when I think about it now, Rachel, like what I really know is I was just scared Like I was just scared that I couldn't pull it off, that the big thing they were asking me to do was too big for me. And I didn't know how to ask for help and I didn't know how to ask for more time. And I didn't know how to raise my hand and say, I might need more resources, whether those were like professional resources or like more support around me to rally me with the core members so that they weren't mad. Like I didn't know how to ask for any of that. So all I knew how to do was like barrel through every meeting and be like, this is why that won't work. And when I think back on how I must've been perceived, it it just, I feel young and I feel shameful. You don't do that anymore. Like for example, with the 530 wake up, oh no, you've changed so (laughs) much. I just, I just hide my phone. (laughs) I just hide my phone. The message here is you can do this without making excuses. You can actually succeed by taking a look at the problem, 
crafting a solution that draws upon all of your tools, including other people, and coming through for yourself by then trying your hardest. But that doesn't mean trying your hardest without any help and any resources and without thinking. That isn't your best. No, No. And then I think, look, at the end of the day, if you really still can't do the thing, then be honest, then give people a real explanation, right? I mean, it's so funny how that's always our last resort is to tell the truth, but to just tell the truth. Yeah. But only after you've tried everything else we've told you in this show. Suzanne, let's, let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. We should check it out. So this is a routine that if I were getting up at 5.30 in the morning, I would be doing around 5.45. But lately I've been doing it more like 6.30. Actually, that's not even true. Sometimes I do it the night before. But either way, I've been doing it religiously. And Rach, I have found this to be very helpful. And I read it. This is a version that I've kind of made up myself based on an article that I read in Harvard Business Review that talked about setting your agenda for the day instead of it being like a to-do list, which is my, you know, like crack, just to-do lists. I mean, you always told me how your daughter Eden starts her to-do list with wake up (laughs) so she can check that off the list, right? Like I'm a to-do list obsessed person, but instead of that, you put these three things down on a piece of paper. So number one, instead of it being a to-do list, the first thing is just the things I'm going to focus on today. So rather than being a bunch of bulleted tasks, it's just like areas of priority. Like- Oh, that's good. Right, my like completing my syllabus or um, business development or like just categorical things that feel much more directive rather than like um, mandated, you know, check the box. So that's the first thing I do. What is my focus for tomorrow? The second thing you do is you say, when I wake up in the morning, what am I going to actually not let myself get obsessed about? Like, what is the thing that normally I would be just like really, really annoyed about? What am I just going to let go? So I put a little note, let go of, and then I fill that in in the morning. Then the next part is, what do I want to feel joyful about today? I know this sounds really like frou-frou as I'm talking about it, but like, what is one thing that I think can make me really happy today? And it can be a little thing, like I'm going to go get a really good cup of coffee, or I'm going to go out for a nice walk or whatever it is. And those little three things have really started my day in a much healthier way at 6.30. (laughs) They'd be much better at 5.30. Oh, I thought you said six. I can see the lion. (laughs) All right. Okay. That's your check it out. I like that. I'm Uh like, do it, but I I don't know. Um, Here's my check it out. So I don't think I've ever given a recipe on check it out. This one is a foolproof. Even fools like you can prove to do this. It is so easy and so delicious. Okay. So this is what you do. You preheat your oven to like 400, 400, 425. That's fine. Then you put a tablespoon of butter into a heated cast iron skillet. And if you don't have a cast iron skillet, you're an idiot. 
go buy one. You cannot survive. I have one. Are you talking to me? I have one. No, no. I'm talking to our listeners that they might be idiots for not having one. You're looking at me like I have one. I know. Okay. So you, so while the, the oven is heating, you are heating a skillet. Always get the skillet hot, by the way. Don't try to like, let's get the skillet hot. Put that tablespoon of butter in. Don't let it brown. Put your salt and peppered chicken thighs, like four of them. This isn't kosher. It can be kosher chicken. Not with the butter. Okay, fine. The zero kosher people (laughs) listening to us can't make this. Okay, so you, okay, then use margarine or whatever shit you use that isn't good. What is that, margarine? Vegan (laughs) vegan butter. (laughs) Okay, so olive oil. Oh my God. No, it has margarine. to be because of what's coming next. Well, it can be margarine, fine. So now your chicken thighs are salt and peppered. You put them skin side down for about five minutes. You know, you brown each side. Brown. They're going to be side. bacon in this. And then no, and then you take the chicken thighs out and put them on a plate. Okay, then you scoop out the fat, all but like a tablespoon or two of fat. So just like scoop out all the extra fat that came from the skin of the chicken and you put in a tablespoon of garlic. Okay. You swirl that around. Then you put in a big, nice, healthy glog of honey. Mm. Yep. You stir that around. Okay. Until it heats, then you put your chicken back in that skillet and you can put in whatever vegetables you want, green beans, anything sort of on the side in the skillet. Now you take that skillet, put it in the oven. Ooh, right? yummy. Crispy. Which is 400. And uh, you be sure to like coat that chicken with the sauce. Make sure mm-hmm. it's all nice and covered and glazed. Put it in the oven for 25 minutes and that's it. And it is yummy. So delicious. And whatever vegetables you put in are going to be nice mm-hmm. and al dente and right. So that's your weeknight recipe from Rachel. And then you go to your office and you make the list for tomorrow. And then you right. wake up at and then you wake up at nine and <laughs> off you go. You make excuses for why that didn't happen. Hey, thank you for listening to the big payoff. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the big payoff wherever you listen to podcasts. And please send us your questions, send us your comments compliments, adoration. We love to hear from you. So you can reach us at info at bigpayoffradio.com. We are produced by Lily Bellow and we're mixed, edited, and scored by Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Sound. See you next time. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.